Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Luke. And this is The Parent Diaries. We're an English guy and an Irish girl that fell in love, got married, and now we're ready to start a family. This podcast is our honest account of becoming first-time parents as we navigate the slightly terrifying but equally exciting journey to parenthood. It will cover everything from fertility and trying to conceive right through to the baby arriving. Now, we're not celebrities, we're not doctors, we're not midwives, and so far we've collectively held a baby about three times. But we're going on this journey no matter what, so you may as well come along for the ride. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Parent Diaries. Hello guys, how are you doing? This is episode 16 and we are in the depths of the third trimester. You say it with such a foreboding tone in your voice. Sounds quite malevolent. Yeah, it does. This episode we're going to be speaking about the 32-week scan. So this is a bit of a strange one because a lot of people out there or a lot of pregnant ladies out there would not get a 32-week scan, but Mm -hmm. we are special. Why are we special? We are special because uh, my placenta was low-lying at 20 weeks. Which basically means it's too far down, and if it stays that way, then baby C ain't coming out the front door, and they're going to be bashing out a window. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we we are due a 32-week scan, and then we also have a 36-week scan as well, which nationally, the last scan you would do would normally be about 20 weeks, unless you went private and did a, uh, a scan that way, mm-hmm. which I would definitely recommend as I have in other episodes because they're fairly reasonable private scans in terms of cost. Yeah. And who doesn't want to see your baby? Yeah, but 36 week scans are uh, done just to check the position of the baby. So if they're breached or not, because if they're breached, then it will likely be cesarean or they'll try to manually manipulate the baby to be the right way around, which apparently is quite sore. So, yeah. Anyway. So there's a few obstacles to overcome. So yeah, we went into this scan with a little bit of trepidation, just not knowing what to expect. Although nine slash eight out of 10 women who have a low-lying placenta, their placenta does move up and out of the way, ready for the baby. So I was confident it was going to be okay. I think my my thing was my bump isn't the biggest, so I thought maybe it hasn't moved, but... There is no correlation between bump and placenta. Well, who knows? But good news is we went, we had the scan this morning... It was actually quite an interesting experience, as all our scans have been with the NHS so far. Oh, the NHS, they love to surprise and amaze. Yeah, we'll fill you in on that. Um, But the headline is, the placenta has moved up. So no cesarean required here, which is great. To be honest, you know, we've come to terms with that being, you know, a real possibility. But even better now that we can hopefully have either a home birth or um, give birth in the birthing centre. Yet to be decided. I Yet. think we're going to do an episode on um, birthing plans. Or preferences or guides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever the right language is nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, the, the scan was quite, again, quite an interesting experience. We hopped on down to our local hospital in southeast London. We didn't know what to expect again, because we've had loads of interesting experience with different sonographers and the uh, the NHS staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've all been really friendly. Re- and, uh, really nice. Yeah, everyone's yeah. been really nice. It's just yeah. been some funny experiences, just certain language they use or wording or different things that happen. So we went down today and we had two lovely ladies that were taking the scan. They were a bit of an odd couple. I thought they just walked in off the street and just fancied having a go at, you know, sonography, to be honest it, with it, you. They were very, not that this should be anything to think about, but very young looking, not dressed in like hospital. Young, glamorous not dressed, influencers. Dressed, yeah, not <laughs> just, dressed in like hospital gear. So yeah, it was just, it was odd. 
They were quite, you know, yeah, you get plain clothes police officers, but they plain clothes stenographers. I think that's exactly what they <laughs> were. They weren't in scrubs or anything. Yeah. But they were, yeah, I think they were like Spanish or something, Italian one, maybe. One was definitely Spanish, I'm not yeah. sure where the other yeah. lady was from. Yeah. And they came in and we came in, sorry, to the room. And the first thing that they asked us was, why are you here? Yeah, which is not normally how these scans have gone. I just po- pointed to Kate's bum. Yeah, exactly. That might be the reason. That, exactly. <laughs> now, I think they were having some trouble with their um, computer, so they hadn't been able to access my records ahead of the session. So I explained why we were there to check the position of the placenta. I think um, also it's because you don't often get the 32-week scan, do you? That's the That's thing. probably the reason. It's a non-standard or non-routine scan. They were like, this lady is in between. What yeah, is she here for, exactly. basically? Because I think ordinarily if you're going in for a, a non-routine scan, it's, yeah, placenta position or growth or development issues that they're yeah. kind of looking to track and monitor. So, so yeah. actually it's understandable why they probably asked yeah, to check. just to clarify. The <laughs> other thing I was, I was actually going to ask you, how mm. did it feel having an outdoor scan? Oh my god! It was the because <laughs> the scan. The scan thing. was actually outdoors, guys. Pretty much, or it felt that way. It did. On one hand, so we went into this little room. It was different to any of the previous rooms we've been in. And the first thing we both noticed was like, oh, this is really lovely and cool, Very airy and breezy. Yeah, like compared with the rest, like the waiting room was like a freaking sauna. And then and- I turned round behind me and noticed that it's because there was literally nothing there other than a car park and a road. <laughs> they'd, li- they'd opened one of these windows that kind of go right out. But so these are huge windows. Huge, huge windows. Yeah, size of doors. And, and it was basically like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was like we were in the car park. Yeah. And there was um, no screen or anything. And then, nope. <laughs> and there was those workers like walking by. There yeah. was like close to hospital workers. There yeah. was people in their cars driving by, yeah. beeping at you. Yeah, there, <laughs> there wasn't any of that going on. Everyone was very respectful. However... If you had been slightly, like, you know, self-conscious or whatever, that would have been a pretty uncomfortable experience. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like well, they I, did, They did. in fairness to them, when, you know, that guy got his popcorn out and sat there, they did... Oh my God, <laughs> he's talking crap. They did, no, they actually did close the um They the made window. an attempt. They made an attempt, made an attempt to, attempt, like... Yeah. There was this really blind. small, flimsy blind they put across, which yeah. did nothing. Basically just shielded your face, but nothing else. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah, it was a very, very strange experience from that point perspective. On, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that point on, really, yeah. Uh, the other thing as well, when we were looking at the baby, mm. and like obviously we told them we didn't know one of the gender as per usual, and I basically put my fingers in my ears and just tried to. Luke, what again, was I looked over. I was like, "Have you watched any of this or looked at any of this?" You're like, "Bits." That's like you've Bits, not yeah, looked at any of it. I saw a foot, and then basically they were looking at the head of the baby, and she was saying, "Oh, there's your baby, and there's the there's the eyes." And there's the nose, and then she then she called the nose a potato. I don't. I she listen. said it looked like a potato. This is a lost in translation moment for sure. Like she was, I think she meant it like a button nose or something. That was probably a what, potato nose. A potato nose, yeah. basically. Well, so listen. we so our baby has kissy lips and a potato nose. And on top of all that, when we got the report after the scan itself, I was looking at the notes, and again another lost in translation moment. Whereas I thought she was trying to say the liquid volume, as in the amniotic fluid, is within normal range. I got the liquor volume <laughs> is within normal range. Um, again, maybe a little kind of comment about the my Irish roots. Who knows? Potatoes and liquor. Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. The, she knew where you were coming. <laughs> yeah. No, but they, it, overall, the scan was really good, to be fair. They were both really nice. The lady performing the scan itself was like the more junior member of staff. And then her person that was with her was like kind her of senior her senior was kind of monitoring and, and overseeing it all and yeah she did all the regular measurements so femur length a head circumference the abdominal circumference all the things we've mentioned previously there were one or two new 
measurements, which I don't really understand, so I won't try and explain them, that they were looking at, but they related to the um, umbilical artery. So like basically related to the kind of performance of your umbilical cord. Oh yeah, no, that was to do with like the blood flow from umbilical cord to baby, but then they also looked at your blood flow to placenta. Yeah, so So they're measuring that. Yeah, so they're Mm -hmm. looking at how well is your blood flowing to placenta and then how well is placenta slash umbilical cord going to baby, basically. Yeah, so those were the measurements, but that was all good. That was good. They also measured the liquid or the liquor volume (laughs) or the amniotic fluid. And again, that was fine. And then they were able to give us an estimated fetal weight based upon all of the kind of head, abdominal and femur length yeah, measurements. So that's current fetal weight. Current, exactly. Yeah. So they said currently the baby is about 1.9 or almost 2 kilos or um, 4 pounds 6. Bang on average. Bang on average. The only uh, measure that was like ridiculously not average is the femur length. So the top of the leg is in the 97th percentile. So that is a long Baby C is baby. a grasshopper. Yeah, you've literally said that before. Yeah, I know, because the female length has been long the whole long. Ha- whole long. Ha- whole, whole way <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that, that it's good getting kind of like the reassurance that things are kind of progressing as they'd expect. So Obviously, be a high this, jumper. Yeah, maybe. And based upon what we're told, which is over the next seven weeks, which is basically towards the end of the pregnancy, the baby will gain an extra third of its current weight or half of its current weight. So, that would mean... The baby will be born at approximately, and this is like really, you know, approximate, anything between five pounds, eight ounces and six pounds, six ounces. Now, now this is something you've worked out. This isn't something they told us. When Kate asked the sonographer, can Mm. you give us an idea of actual birth weight? They were like, not really, no, because it it depends depends when the baby is going to arrive. Exactly. So if the baby arrives in like three weeks time, touch wood, it doesn't, then the baby is obviously going to be super light because it won't have had the time of course because this is this stage of pregnancy now the final couple of weeks is just about the baby putting on weight it's called the bulking phase the bulking phase exactly but yeah going back just i guess to finally kind of round off the discussion on the scan the measurements that they're looking at change slightly with each scan that you you have so as i mentioned the kind of stuff around the, the umbilical cord the estimated fetal weight and the um, amniotic fluid amount they weren't measurements they looked at at 20 weeks so obviously, as pregnancy goes further along, there are different things that they like monitor. So yeah, anyway, so that's how the scan went today. And obviously, that now means that we have more options on the table to consider when it comes to birth preferences, which is great. Everyone likes choices. Exactly. Move it on to something a little bit more interesting. Mm. <laughs> Not that scans aren't interesting, but you get a lot of advice on this journey to becoming parents. Solicited and unsolicited. <laughs> and everything in between. Should we start with some of the more interesting things that we've heard? Now, some of this advice, it didn't necessarily come direct. It's some things that people have said, oh, I heard this Mm, mm -hmm. or I've been told that. And they've passed on, I guess you would call it knowledge or wisdom. But yeah. And I think one thing I'd say before we even share any of this stuff is that I do think when people share advice, it is always very well intended or for the most part it is. I can't think anybody would say anything to make... You know, a couple who are expecting a baby for the first time worried or uncomfortable or anything like that. So that's the first thing I'd say. I actually think one of the best pieces of advice we got, we got from a friend who's never even had a baby. She said, be careful about how much you share about what you intend to do, both in terms of like your pregnancy plans, but also pregnancy, birth and child raising plans, which is actually quite funny when you consider we're doing this podcast. Bit late now. Bit late now. 
But didn't really take I, that advice, did we? No, but I get where because ultimately everyone is going to have their own opinion. So if you don't want to be bombarded with loads of advice, then don't be sharing loads of your experience or your plans with people. And I think she maybe was making that comment in reference to like family members who sometimes are can, can be quite concerned or, you know, get quite involved and stuff. Thankfully, both of us, we haven't really had any of that so far. Touchwood, which has been really good. I think that's a really good one. Just be choice with what you do plan, you do choose to share. People will have opinions. And actually, if you don't welcome those opinions, then don't share what you're planning to do. Yeah, I think that's that's totally right. Um, another one as well, there's been a few people that have just said, and this is easy to say if you're, you've are you been having a good pregnancy, yeah. but try and enjoy the experience as much as possible. And if it hasn't been going so well, try and pick out the good bits. Try yeah. and reframe, pick out the things that have been good and focus on those good bits and the bits that you've enjoyed more than anything else of the pregnancy and and the experience itself. Agree. Another good bit of advice we got was around don't ever make a plan necessarily. Always. Lots of people said this. Yeah, this has been probably the biggest thing. Try not had. to plan too far ahead. Try not to plan too far ahead. Don't get too attached to, you know, how you want something to, to go. Be open-minded, make a plan A, B, C, D and E for each scenario you're in. But mainly, I think it's birth that this advice has been given around. So that's why we talk about birth guides or preferences and not plans. Could even be around uh, gender of the baby because, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, they get that wrong. So you, yeah, plan, yeah, you, yeah. you they tell you it's going to be a boy or a girl and then you plan, you know, all the clothes, the nursery, everything around that. And then when they're born, it could be something completely different. Completely. It could be a cat. oh my god so yeah that's I think don't plan too far into the future there Mm -hmm. is some planning involved we've done some planning but I think it's just have different plans and different things in place for different scenarios I think it's striking a balance so making sure you have enough information that you feel like you can make an informed choice but then don't get too kind of hung up on something specifically happening because otherwise if you go in totally blind I don't think that's a good place to start personally but there are some of the probably the best bits of advice that I think we've had, unless there's anything else you can think of. No, I think that those yeah. are the highlights for me. Yeah. Like the, the rest of it is just like the standard kind of scaremongering stuff, really. <laughs> the whole just you wait. I haven't, just you wait. I haven't yeah. actually had many of those, but any I have. Have you? Yeah, I, I thankfully... I won't yeah. name and shame. Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of it relates to sleep because there, there's obviously like there have been one or two occasions where I've like struggled to sleep and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast and people say things like, great training for the baby when the baby arrives. I'm ready. Bring it on. Luke is looking forward to being sleep deprived, guys. I'm doing sleep deprivation training right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, the just you wait, I, don't, I think sometimes can be a bit annoying. And then I think sometimes people can like share their views or their opinions. And everyone has a different you know, perspective and a different lifestyle and stuff. And actually, it isn't always that applicable to yours. Well, so. I think this is, the, this is where sometimes you'll get advice, which isn't necessarily bad advice no. or the worst advice but it's advice that like you say isn't tailored or individual mm. it's very cookie cutter because yeah. uh, it and maybe it worked for that individual but it wouldn't work for everyone yeah but they're giving you it anyway yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and sometimes yeah i think that yeah I, I sometimes think that that's probably not the best advice to give people mm. you know because it, just because it worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone completely and i think going forward if I ever will be in a position where i'm sure i will where friends who haven't had babies are pregnant I will always take the stance of if you'd like any advice or thoughts from me, come to me. I'm not going to come to you just because I think it can be quite overwhelming when people do do that. Again, coming from a good place, but sometimes it's not what you want to hear or you're ready to hear. 
Exactly. Now, do you want to hear some really crazy ones? <laughs> Go for it. These crazy ones haven't necessarily been given to us, but these are things that people around us have heard Words. or been told by yeah. relatives or friend of friends type advice. Now, what, this one was nuts, but apparently <laughs> someone was told to tell their wife, don't have a bath and submerge the belly because it might drown the baby. Yeah, I know, I know. Because their thinking was that the basically the belly button and the umbilical cord is some kind of snorkel to get oh to get air what to the baby, basically. With people. So yeah, so that was that was quite a good one. You, luckily, you're not really a bath person, are you? No, so. not really. They do kind of warn against you having baths in pregnancy, not to overheat. But yeah, maybe I, the real reason is because of maybe that. maybe it is maybe it is who goes. <laughs> The other one, oh, this was just, I don't know, this, these people are lunatics, whoever they are. I don't yeah. actually know, know them personally, but I would slap them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Very violent. So someone at work told me that, I've given it away now, it was at work, but <laughs> someone, someone at work basically said to me, you shouldn't drink tea because that will boil the baby. What? I, what? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where do people find these ideas? Yeah, probably on the internet. Yeah, exactly. It's probably just as well we're both not tea drinkers then. True. This yeah. is true. Yeah. Coffee doesn't apply. No, obviously not. <laughs> oh, I forgot, actually. I didn't ask you how you're doing. You're okay? Yeah, I am good. I can't really complain. I know I was saying last week that I've had a bit of an emotional time. And this week, you are a stone cold killer with no emotion <laughs> whatsoever. De- definitely, <laughs> You've gone the other way. Definitely not the case. No, I'm feeling slightly more positive about everything. And I think particularly off the back of this morning's scan, knowing the position of the placenta and that sort of thing, that, you know, just makes things slightly more clear. It's something I have realised, and I don't know how we've quite managed it, we've totally overcommitted ourselves from a social perspective between now and when the baby arrives. Like, there is something on every, not every weekend, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then sometimes during the week in the, in the evenings. And it's not that we're hermits, but this is way more than we would normally Speak do. Speak for yourself. I am a hermit. A I don't hermit. like any of this social he stuff. He is a hermit. And what have I signed up for? Yeah. Like. So, And I think w- when we booked some of these things in, it was like during lockdown and it was the whole idea of like, oh, it's going to be summertime. It'd be lovely to see people. We haven't we've gone the other way now. We've gone the other way. And it basically leaves very little time just to kind of think about stuff. I know that sounds really stupid, but like just have my... Um, bag or my hospital bag sorted all those sorts of things i just haven't had a chance to think about that stuff. there's quite a few things yeah so i think that was probably one of the things that was on your mind is just yeah it's fast approaching as in the baby is fast approaching yeah. and i think you need a bit of breathing space and it, headspace so it is it's just headspace and that's something i really feel like we're lacking but if i can carve out a little bit of time amongst all the kind of crazy social stuff going on i'm sure it'll be grand but yeah feeling good how are you feeling i feel great yeah, other than all the social occasions, which I just really don't want to do. I yeah. love I love our friends and family, but sometimes, you know, I just like to go into my little yeah. hole. Well, like you just you need chill time, you need downtime. Yeah, you just need chill, chill time. If, exactly. if you're like like an introvert, in between in between putting up IKEA furniture and climbing mountains, I just want to just climb into a hole. Exactly. Yeah. So I am good. Other than that, I'm just looking forward to seeing Baby C and their little potato nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's going to do it for this week. So next week, guys, we are going to be talking about birth preferences, not plans, because you can't make plans, because best laid plans never, ever work out. So it's preferences. Mm -hmm. What do we prefer to happen during the whole birthing situation? You would think that it's going to be quite short, but actually, uh, there's quite a few things to consider. There are. We're going to be going what to consider and also what we have considered. Yeah, so we'll share all of that with you guys. Until then, 
Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye. So that's it for another episode of The Parent Diaries. Don't forget to subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it's out. Also, we'd love you to give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, as it helps others to find the show. Five-star reviews, greatly appreciated. If you'd like to get in touch with us or if you've any suggestions for the show, drop us an email at theparentdiariesuk at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at theparentdiariesuk. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.